G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How we have waited collectively for this series to begin. It echoes around the Gabba as the all-clear is given, and a nation turns its eyes to Mitch Stark. The Ashes summer of 21-22 gets underway as Stark roars in and bowls to Burns. He bowled in first ball! Mitch Stark serves notice! And Ashes can be defined by the first delivery! And Stark has bowled Burns on the leg stump around his pads. That's the anti-Steve Harmison ball. That's the complete opposite... Yes, it was on leg stump, but it was always going to swing and burns. I reckon that's the last possible ball he pictured he would receive. First ball, day one of the Ashes at the Gabba. And I reckon great initiative. They're just checking the new ball. No, that's fine. Good initiative from Pat Cummins to actually give Mitchell Stark the first over too. But it's Stunning swung. Stunning. Unbelievable. Hold him around his pads. First ball of a test match. Incredible, wasn't it? Incredible start to the test match. Described beautifully there by uh, Jared Waitley, our friend, uh, our colleague from the SEN commentary team in Australia. Uh, uh, Jared, uh, good morning to you. Uh, You cannot prepare as a commentator for that kind of thing. So, man, it caught everyone by surprise. But what a start. Smithy, it's a, a once-in-85-year event in the Ashes. It's a bit like Haley's Comet. So you know what it's like as the anticipation builds, and usually it's a well-pitched-up delivery outside the off-stump, left alone and through to the keeper, and everyone takes a breath and sets themselves. Mitch Stark does have a habit of taking a wicket in the first over, but that it would happen with the first ball, uh, it's, yeah, it, it, I mean, and it quickly defined the day. Uh, two sessions of play only, but that was enough for England to be bowled out for 147. And there's a thesis in the analysis, beginning with Joe Root choosing to bat at the toss when every instinct in his body would have been to bowl, but history says you can't do that. The top order, the, the tale of two captains, Joe Root makes a duck. Pat Cummins takes five wickets in his, in his debut day as, as captain. But this was... You know the gather and you know how it can ambush visiting teams, well, this was just about as complete an opening day ambush as you could get. I, you know, I've played there, I've commentated there often, and uh, you know, the, the storms do come, uh, and they are pretty devastating when they do arrive, uh, and they can at some stage curtail quite a lot of the day's play. I've always thought, of, uh, Jared, in my, my experience there, if you're going to get a full day's play and it's going to be relatively fine uh, as the day goes on, um, I, I think you look more seriously at batting. But if you're going to have an abbreviated day on a greenish pitch uh, and know that uh, your bowlers aren't going to be taxed, they're going to have a break at some stage, why don't take all those advantages in your favour? I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to work it out. I, I hear Ian Healy say before the game, bowl. I hear Mark Taylor, Alan Border saying, bowl. And these are the guys for years that have said bat. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean... 
So my feeling 24 hours out from the start was both captains in their heart would have been feeling like they wanted to bowl, but the conventions of cricket are just so um, so restrictive that you almost can't do it. So Mike Atherton's part of our SEM test coverage, and he spoke about Len Hutton and Nasser Hussain. So the two captains who sent Australia in and it ended disastrously. And for Nasser, it is, it's a standing joke in all of his commentary. He's needled with it almost every time he's on television. And it's sort of the ultimate cautionary tale. But what it becomes is, is a piece of paralysis, is when the conditions mm. do present. And England's strength is clearly going to be its seam bowling. And Australia's batting is far from imperious. And there's a, there are a, a, a smattering of knickers in that uh, mm. top order and, and some inexperience and some uncertainty around position. And given the lack of lead-up cricket that they'd played because of the weather Mm. in Brisbane, if ever there was, what do you want to say, if ever there was an excuse to say bowling felt absolutely like the right decision and it didn't quite pan out, this was it. And you can imagine, so Smithy, I found myself at the end of yesterday's play going, imagine the the counterfactual. Australian cricket's had a pretty rugged 10 months and a little bit beyond that. New captain, new start. Imagine if the opposite had happened and Australia had been mm. bowled out in such a fashion. Now, I don't know whether they would or they wouldn't have, but I know what this morning would have looked like. She would have been a pretty glum old nationwide inquisition going on and instead Australia's on its way. And I do feel like in six weeks' time we'll, we'll look back on the opening day's play and go, yep, that was one series that was determined right at the outset. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, uh, Jared. I, I really do. And it, I, I hate to make those kind of assumptions this early, but... I think that was really damaging. But having said that, uh, Australia gifted these conditions to bowl in. They had to find it. They found it from the first ball. Uh, but it was relentless and accurate. It was. And there had been such a debate around Mitch Stark's place in the team and his deterioration across the previous test summer and his underwhelming performance in the T20 World Cup. So it was a decision to make to play him. Um, they went with incumbency and they went with experience and they got their results from the first ball. Then Hazelwood turned in a spell, which was seven overs, four maidens, two for three. And then Pat Cummins took it up. And it's, it's the first time an Australian captain has taken five wickets. So rarely has a, a fast bowling captain has taken five wickets in, a, in an inning. So rare has it been. So and Cameron Green took his first test wicket after a summer against India where he couldn't break through. So everything on the checklist for the team was ticked, and not the least of which was the the morale, is it's a team that had lost its captain two weeks out from an Ashes series and had the future um, by necessity brought forward. They're just the, the celebration, so the celebration around Stark, the first ball, the celebration around Cam Green, where he took his first wicket, and the celebration around Pat Cummins, when he got the five. They all understood the magnitude of what was happening, and you looked at what looked like a, a settled and happy team, and it's been actually a long time since that Australian lineup has looked settled and happy. And now, as you say, they did it with the ball, they have to do it with the bat. It looks like the sun will be out at the start of play today, but there are storms mm. forecast in the middle. It is a, it's a bouncier pitch. The gather is, is notorious for its, its bounce and its carry. Um, this feels like an even more intensified version of the gather. So there aren't any guarantees mm. as we enter day two that Australia will be able to take advantage of the bat. 
but you know what it looks like if they do. If Warner gets a hold early and Smith and Labuschagne do their thing, then, um, then then you can imagine how the scoreboard runs away from England. Yeah, very, very quickly too. I would imagine if Warner gets uh, any say in the matter. Uh, Jared, uh, I know they weren't under pressure, uh, Pat Cummins in particular, at any real stage yesterday. They were only on the park for a couple of sessions, but what did you see uh, in terms of the communication between um, the captain, the new captain, and uh, the new vice captain? Was, was it obvious that they were communicating a lot together? It was. So particularly when Cummins was bowling, Smith would come and talk to him at the end of the over. But it, it, it looked like Cummins was in command, uh, and he was he was aggressive in his captaincy. And I think that's what we like. Stark had taken a wicket, but after two overs... Cummins took the ball himself because he wanted the root match-up. Um, he didn't end up bowling to him because Hazelwood dismissed him. So the quicks... It was really interesting is, is how do bowlers... Uh, how do bat, batting captains handle bowlers and then how would a bowling captain... He used the bowlers in short, sharp bursts. Two and three over spells between the three of them and they just kept moving through. It was really interesting. Um, and as he was ultra-aggressive, and across two sessions he could be because wickets were falling. So there'll be, we'll learn much more on a day where Australia battles and only takes two or three wickets. But um, it, was, it was a really impressive start. There was a lot of imagination he was doing rather than conservatism. He was active the whole time. Smith obviously moved the, the, the field around from time to time, but it didn't really go long enough for, for a period where Cummins sort of handed over for four or five overs while he took a breather as he yeah. he used himself in bursts. And, and the, the most interesting part was when the kill was on, Cummins took the ball himself. And that's a different dynamic. Australian cricket hasn't had that. The captain took the ball to finish things off. So usually we see at the Gabba on the first day, Ricky Ponting set the tone by making a century. Is this was uh, this was the bowling version of that with his fifer, and it 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 every, there's a there's a feeling that that Pat's just about the perfect fellow, the perfect cricketer, and on day one he was the perfect captain. Just finally, uh, Jared, we've talked a lot about uh, what Australia have done and England haven't. So let's talk about what England have to do now. I imagine there's two blokes who would have loved bowling in those conditions yesterday. They don't have Anderson and Broad, truckload of experience there. So who has to be the key then? If you look at if you look at this morning's play coming up in Brisbane, who has to be the key for England? It has to be Ollie Robinson, I think. So there's a test match back in the winter where he rolled India. It was man of the match performance. He took two and five wickets in the two innings, and that was when England looked its best in that Indian series. So he's five tests into his career. It's his first look at Australia. The conditions will definitely suit this morning. And yeah, they're going with their, their seam attack, which doesn't strike huge fear in prospects. But let's see what it looks like. So uh, my, I would think England has to bowl Australia out for 220 to, to be live in the match, I would, I would guess. Uh, and so that has to start. Um, in the first hour of play, and it has to start with the with the wicket of Warner. So Australia, the Australian batsmen haven't had a heap of red ball cricket. Um, their preparation has been curtailed in the same way that England's has. So perhaps some of the mechanical problems that England experienced, Australia might be vulnerable to as well. And it just feels to me like Ollie Robinson with the new ball has to do it, and he has to do it quickly. Okay, we'll look out for that, uh, Jared. Wait, we will, and uh, we'll listen to your call as well. 
uh, on the app. Fantastic for us uh, in New Zealand so we can get the flavour of, of the Ashes. Uh, great call yesterday uh, and enjoy the rest of the Test match, uh, how long ever it goes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> good. good on you, Smithy. Cheers.